This is Think Out Loud on OPB. I'm Dave Miller. Happy Friday. Modern Farmer, a nonprofit online magazine devoted to agriculture and society, recently published a surprising article. The opening scene focuses on a wheat farmer outside of Pendleton who was given an offer that seemed too good to be true free crushed rocks to make his soil less acidic. He said yes. What follows is a story about agriculture, climate change, and international markets. And Leslie Davis wrote it. She's a freelance science writer, and she joins us now. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Dave. Welcome. Uh, welcome also. Thank you. Your article is about this new way that farmers, like the one I just mentioned in Pendleton, can make their soil less acidic. And that's not unusual. Why might farmers' soils be acidic these days in the first place? Well, um, Dave, soils can vary in pH, and you know, some are naturally acidic. Um, areas that have a lot of rainfall or um, you know, particular soil type can be acidic. But um, there are a couple of major factors that in uh, traditional farming um, make soil acidic. Um, one is, you know, um, harvesting all the organic material, uh, you know, removing it from the field after after harvest time. Uh, so none of that material is left to then decompose back into the soil. Or a major culprit is nitrogen fertilizer. Um, nitrogen fertilizer is good for plants um, at first because it releases nitrogen, but when it releases nitrogen, the breakdown product is acid. And so that acid is released into the soil and then the soil over time becomes more acidic. So this is a growing problem in Oregon and um, in many uh, U.S. states um, and really in croplands around the world. Why is acidic soil a problem? Uh, well, plants don't like it. Um, <laughs> that seems pretty actually, simple. Yeah, plants can can thrive in a really small window of of you know pH. You know, the, like the pH range. Uh, if, if we go back to high school science, you know, pH one is like battery acid, and fourteen is um, uh, like uh, Drano. Uh, then pH seven is neutral, and and that's where plants like to live. That's where they're happy. Um, if if the soil is too acidic, uh, roots can't absorb the nutrients they need. Um, the acidic soil itself releases the acid in the soil can release some things in the soil that are toxic to plants. Um, sometimes the nutrients themselves will like leach down to a level below where the roots can reach them. Um, and if it's really acidic, you know, those beneficial microbes that are in the soil will die. Hmm. So, so, you know, plants need, need the microbes, they need the nutrients, they need all of these things, and, and they can get them when the pH level is about between six and seven. What options have farmers had in the past if they wanted to make their soil less acidic? Um, farmers have used, um, ag lime. Um, that is, I think that's the most common thing. That's what most farmers are using today. Um, and ag lime is, 
you know, uh, uh, a, a a good product. It will help, um, you know, it will help make soils more basic. Um, uh, but um, in terms of, you know, from an environmental perspective, uh, there's a lot of CO2 emitted in the creation of ag lime because the processing, um, you know, creates a lot of CO2. And farmers have to pay for ag lime. Um, the great advantage to farmers with um, with the process that's described in the article is that um, this new material, this crushed rock, is provided for free. Not only provided for free, but the companies, the little startup companies that are out there will spread it for the farmers and monitor the soil. We're going to get to the the weird economics of that in just a second. But but, but first, can, <laughs> right, you just, weird. can you just describe what what this technology is? And I, that, that word seems sure. a little bit um, fancy for what we're talking about. It's called enhanced right. rock weathering. But, but right. is that just a fancy way of saying crushed rocks? Yes, yes, yes. You're you're grinding up rocks. You're you're grinding them up into something really small. What's the idea um, behind this rock dust? Yeah. Well, um, to answer that, I I want to take you. I want to first explain what rock weathering is. You know, it, it's a geological process on Earth. So, if I could take you back all the way back to the Cretaceous, um, you know, where the dinosaurs are roaming and volcanoes are spewing lava and clouds of gas. Um, back then, the CO2 levels in the atmosphere were five times what they are today. So the question is, why aren't we still breathing the same air that the dinosaurs breathed? And the answer is rock weathering. So in nature, rain and CO2 in the atmosphere combine to form a weak acid. And when this acid hits volcanic rocks, it causes a chemical reaction that binds CO2. And this has happened all, you know, over millennia. Uh, this acid is not the same, by the way, as acid rain. That's different. Um, but uh, it's happened over millennia, and um, it's just Earth's thermostat. It's Earth's way of regulating temperature on the planet. Um, so, so... Now, moving from that to enhanced rock weathering, which is really just grinding up rocks, like you said, um, this process just speeds up the natural process um, because when you grind up these volcanic rocks that can capture CO2, you grind them up tinier. Um, uh, it increases the surface area that's available to capture CO2. So a lot more can be captured. So this gets us to the economics. As you outline in the article, a company like Microsoft can can buy carbon credits and meaning if I understand this correctly, give money to some startups that mm-hmm. then crush rocks uh, mm-hmm. and then deliver those that rock dust for free, spread it out on a farmer's land for free. Um, and so the company gets money from Microsoft. The farmer gets the the, the dust and this theoretically this this a uh, uh, less acidic soil. And mm-hmm. Microsoft doesn't have to, as one example, d- um, doesn't have to reduce their own emissions. That they're they're buying an offset somewhere else. 
is that so that, that's how this works is, is anyone actually verifying that more co2 is actually being sucked up once this rock dust is being applied uh the answer is a big yes um so the companies themselves um have pretty elaborate um uh, verification methods measurement and and verification methods they you know go out into their fields they do control plots you know test plots and control plots they do very um detailed measurements of soil ph before and after um um different companies have have different ways of of measuring that but beyond the company which might you know have its own vested interest in like showing that the ph um you know goes up um there are outside these companies are all verified by um independent um uh companies institutions that um that are that have been created you know in this uh uh you know climate agenda climate space where where companies are are you know grappling to to deal with this uh with with climate change hmm. um uh like verification companies have um have risen up in this in this field and and monitor and you know give uh, their approval um after a very lengthy process to um to these companies uh so so yes they they are quite um uh quite thoroughly checked out where do these crushed up rocks come from to begin with um well um uh, Oregon where you are is um you know is a is a source of uh, a lot of basalt so basalt is the most common rock on earth it's a volcanic rock it underlies you know most of the ocean but there's a volcanic uh, outcropping in a big one in um eastern oregon uh part of the colorado basin that that um that where there's a lot of basalt and um and so these companies can get you know basalt from natural outcroppings like that and um they are specifically they are getting the the rock from often from quarries or um you know as mine tailings um so they're getting rock that is sitting around that's a, a byproduct a waste byproduct of 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 a mining or quarry process that led to some skeptical comments um, in response to your article on the Modern Farmer website. One person wrote about concerns that mine tailings themselves are highly contaminated, and that uh, this person wrote, "Of course, mine owners would be happy to send their pollution elsewhere." Another person wrote, "Quote: What is the heavy metal analysis of the crusher dust? Do you know if anyone is checking to make sure that farmers?" essentially aren't getting free poison mm -hmm. yes that's a that's a good question um yes these companies basalt is low in um nickel and you know other uh, minerals that that might be toxic um so volcanic there there are different kinds of volcanic rock and some of these are um you know have very low mineral levels some have um higher mineral levels like olivine which is another rock but um 
these the 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 rock is um, analyzed and um, uh, you know tested tested for its content uh, within these companies so that they are not in fact um, spreading poison as you said. Ann Davis, thanks very much. Sure, thank you. Ann Davis is a freelance science writer. You can read her article about what's now known as enhanced rock weathering, basically using crushed volcanic rocks to make soil less acidic and to have it capture more carbon. The recent article is in Modern Farmer.